Let's go to our new Made in New Zealand segment. And after noticing that all the toys and tools their kids were using were of European influence, one of our next guests, Dr. Johnson Wetehira, who's a Māori design specialist, began asking himself why it was that traditional Māori tools are only seen in museums. So not satisfied with them being stuck behind glass, Johnson teamed up with one of his longtime buddies, Jamie Pryor, uh, one of Aotearoa's leading product design engineers, and together they've created their business, Paku, which designs culturally inspired stuff for kids informed by Māori knowledge. To find out more, Johnson and Jamie join me now. Hello. Kia ora, Jesse. How are you? Kia ora, team. Nice to have you on the show today. And can you tell me the origin story, Johnson, from your perspective? I think Johnson's got himself on mute. Ah, uh, yeah, classic. There you go. I'm back on. There he is. Yeah, hey. Kia ora, Johnson. Um, this, hey, Jesse. Um, the story is it's kind of funny. I, I went to Jamie's workplace to do a presentation on Aotearoa design. And I mentioned what you just said at that presentation of like, why aren't these things in our cool hunger? Why aren't the, the tools our kids using Maori? And a couple of months later, Jamie showed up at my house with some prototypes and that was the start of it. We were getting into it. Can you describe what you've made? Yeah, Jamie, do you want to jump in there? Yeah, sure. So we've got a few products through Paku at the moment. We've got our Paku Toki and Timor. So they are like a scaled down version of the customary tools that were once in Aotearoa designed by Māori from the resources and technologies that they had. But this is through, this is through our lens, through a design process. We took them through with our communities and with myself and Johnson to sort of reimagine them for our tamariki, which is what we were both passionate about at the time. Yeah. Well, my kids love toy tools and this is sort of what they are, right? But they're just not the traditional toy tools that you might see at a, at a kindy or a kohanga reo. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. And we were really focused on making them really functional and robust. And they're a really great replacement for, like if you consider a high-quality potting spade that you might get from a from one of the big stores, this is, this is like a fun and interesting replacement for one of those. So there's two main tools, right? Can you talk us through each of them? Yeah, we've got a um, we've got a tuki and a timor, um, and the tuki is a bit more um, you might describe as an ads, and it kind of, kind of borrows the form of an ads. And then the team the the timor was a bit more of a grubber. You can use it for kind of just tearing things up, and they're really good for getting weeds out. And um, you know, and we we based them on kind of adult sized tools because that's kind of what was available, but we scaled them all down so that they work well for children, kind of from the ages of three to, to 13. Are we talking like sandpit stuff? Well, the interesting thing is we, you know, we were originally looking at the sandpit and thinking kind of there's this weird place between toys and tools. And we're like, okay, we'll make these kind of garden tools for kids. But so many of them have been brought by adults because they're designed to be like proper functioning tools. You know, Jamie used all his engineering skills and talent to make sure that these are, these are robust, proper tools that, you know, anyone can use in any garden, really. How do you make them and, and where do you make them? Uh, we make them in Lower Hutton, Wellington. Um, so they are um, injection moulded from a recycled nylon that we, we found a source of with our manufacturing partner in Lower Hutt. 
and they're they're molded up there, and then they come to my father get um, and get uh, assembled, and then yeah, shipped out to people. Interesting to watch kids pick them up and and have a muck around with them. Yeah, we love yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. That's kind of it was the main goal. I mean, we we made these at the start. They were kind of oh, we'll make these things for our kids, and then through that design process, that took you know a good couple of years. Where Johnson was taking them to different Māori communities and kohangas, and I was off to kindies and play centres. And you know, I'd give prototypes to kids. Give, my kids got sick of it every weekend. I'd give them another prototype. And yeah, go go weed the garden, kids. <laughs> um, yeah, they really. They were one of the big driving forces behind behind the final design. And has the success of this made you think about getting into other tools or other ideas? Oh, we've got we've got too many ideas, don't we, Jamie? We've had about yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we, yeah. We, a big chunk of this year has been um, trying to develop adult versions of the same sort of around that same sort of co-papa, um, working with different Maori groups and trying to find a really interesting way into that rather than just replacing a spade like how do we how do we use the mataronga to really inform a well considered product and um at the same time which we're looking in spaces outside the garden and tools and we just had a new product come out this week based on the kickstarter we did which is a a set of kids blocks um so yeah we're kind of divesting in a few different ways must be tremendously satisfying to have an idea and, a, and an idea that kind of fits in with your own uh, kaupapa and then to actually bring it to fruition like this and, and, and see it as a success. Yeah, just, you know, any time we get these tools, particularly in Māori communities, just to see the look on people's faces, you know, teachers or parents, to see how just excited they are that, that their kids at home or in, as Jamie said, in Kohanya can just be, holding these these tools and I guess seeing themselves in the future, you know, that was a bit of the challenge for Jamie and I was so much of uh, Māori material culture is in museums and so much of how people see us is in the past. And we thought, well, we designed all these things in the past, right? We designed our homes, our clothes, our vehicles, our tools. Why aren't we designing those things now? That was our kind of question and that's what drives us to make these things, um, particularly because, you know, we want our kids who have got Māori and Pākehā heritage to grow up not feeling disconnected from from the whenua that they're on. Well, kia ora, guys. Good luck with it, and thanks very much for talking us through it today. No worries. Thank you, Jesse. Hello, Jesse. James Pryor and Dr. Johnson Wetehira, who have combined to make these traditional Māori tools, make them in New Zealand in lower huts out of... Uh, um, post-industrial waste stream nylon. And if you know someone who's making something in New Zealand, uh, we love to hear stories of New Zealand's manufacturing sector, so it doesn't need to be anything uh, glamorous. Um, get in touch with us, jesse at rnz.co.nz or 2101 to text.